Back in the 90s, three students met and studied hard. <laughs> yeah, right. Then they left college and life happened. Now they're back together for your entertainment. This is 3Go Podcasting. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 25 of 3Go Podcasting. It's all the usual lot this week and Helen and Tooks are here as well. So I think this is, is this the first or second time? I can't remember we've had all of us on before. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. Second. Second time. Second, that's yeah. right, yeah. I, uh, we had a few technical issues last time, so Tooks wasn't on the whole thing because I pushed the wrong buttons and stuff. So anyway, um, so this week we are talking 90s films. Okay, our top three 90s films. Um, and I have this awful feeling that a lot of these are going to be exactly the same, but we'll see how we go as we get into it. Um, and we've got some more of our usual random crap from the internet, and we'll talk about that later on. Uh, Jason, you're our resident film buff, which I think pretty much means you haven't got a life and you just watch Netflix yes, all the time. Yes, that's me. So do you want to kick off with your top three 90s films? I'm really looking forward to these ones because I know that uh, they're going to be as good as his recommendation for Tenet. <laughs> And it was a great film. Anyway. Okay, but also it means Ian won't have seen any of them because he never yeah, has done. So exactly. come on, Jay, give us three films Ian's never heard I will. of or seen. And I think, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said we're going to have an overlap here, definitely. Because the 80s, we did quite well. We all had different films, didn't we? But So that was pretty good. But um, all right, so I'm going to do this in reverse order. So my third placed film is from 1999 and it is The Matrix. And the reason I've gone for that is because I went to see it at the cinema and I thought it was the most confusing, stupid, ridiculous film I'd ever seen. And then I watched it when it came out on DVD and I thought it was the greatest film I've ever seen. And well, third greatest from the nineties I've ever seen. So um, yeah, it's just a, it's just a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant film. Uh, It's just got so much originality in it. It's a mind bending story. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure most people have seen it, Um, you know, about how machines have taken over the human race and, you know, our reality isn't our reality. And there's a glitch in the matrix and all that side side of things. And it introduced bullet time, um, which was the bit where they lean back and you see the bullets flying over them and stuff like that. So yeah, the matrix was my third place choice. I'm just confused how you can go from like you know one of the most confusing films you've ever made, seen to one of the best films well, you've ever I'll seen. Well, I'll be honest, I, I I went to the cinema and I deliberately avoided all the reviews, the hype about it because everyone was saying it's one of the greatest films ever made, and I was like, I'm just going to go in and watch it, and I literally just sat there and went what the hell is that all about? Maybe I nodded off for two minutes. I don't know. And I missed a crucial bit, but it just didn't make any sense. And uh, yeah, I watched it again and I just think it's an amazing film. Forget about the two sequels because they're rubbish. Just watch the first one. But um, yeah, amazing, amazing film. So that's my number three. Any Pretty strong start then, pretty strong okay. start. And then number two is a bit confusing because number two is seven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's the film seven. Um, again, 
it's a weird one because I was torn between this being my number one and not. And the reason I didn't go for it being my number one is because it's a pretty gruesome subject. Um, it's about the seven deadly sins, a serial killer who's going around killing people against uh, putting each of the seven deadly sins against it. It seems to always be raining. It seems to always be dark and gloomy. Um, it, it's just an amazing film. I, I love David Fincher. I think he's one of the best directors out there. Um, and um, it's just so many original things. It's been copied so many times. So, you know, the opening sequence, the the, the, the opening titles are all like jolty and all like just there's weird photographs being shown in the background and it, it's been copied so many times. And also I think it's one of the first films I've ever seen where, without giving it away, although this is now 25 years old, this film, um, the ending is not a happy ending. And it's one of the first films I've ever seen where a big Hollywood blockbuster with, say, you know, um, uh, Brad Pitt in it, Morgan Freeman in it, uh, Kevin Spacey, and it's not a happy ending at all. And, I, you know, I just think it's a, a fantastic film. It scares the hell out of me. If I'll be honest with you, I think it's one of the scariest films I've ever seen, even though it's not yeah. a horror. And the bit in the beds with, yeah, that bit with the man who you think is, that just haunted me yeah. for quite some time. Um, but if you haven't seen <laughs> it, it's, a, it's just an unbelievable film. So, yeah, seven. And, is, of course, it's got Morgan Freeman in it, which is a Morgan win-win Freeman. on... Yeah, exactly. he's just a legend. Exactly. And I won't give it away, Gwyneth Paltrow. Things happen to Gwyneth Paltrow that many people probably wish happened in real life. But hey, we won't go there. <laughs> harsh, um, Jason. Sorry, that's a bit harsh. Edit that bit out. Um, yeah, so number seven, uh, seven is number two. Not number seven is number two. Um, Jay, just yeah. before you move on quick, um, did you see the alternative ending to seven? No. With uh, Morgan Freeman. No. Morgan Freeman takes the action. Not to give it away, Morgan oh, really? Freeman takes the action that Brad Pitt... Does. Ah, I think I've wow. got that alternate ending on my DVD and I've never watched it. So I'll have to watch oh, it now. Thank you. That's it. Okay. Watch the film again. It's all good. I need to watch this it again. That's what we going to do this week. We will definitely do that. And then my number one choice, and I'm sure other people have got this one on there, um, it was actually voted the top-rated film on IMDb, apparently. Um, it came out in 1994. Uh, it's The Shawshank Redemption, which oh. I think a lot of people will probably have. Um, mm-hmm. I just... I just love it. Again, it's a film that I heard a lot of good things about. Didn't know much about it. Watched it. And it's just, you go through every single emotion, I think, in this film. I think it makes you laugh. It makes you cry. It's 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 just an amazing film. Um, and, yeah, it's I think it is one of the greatest films ever made, if, if I'm being honest. I haven't seen every film out there, obviously. But, um, yeah, it's unbelievable. I think... Um, you know, Tim Robbins is amazing in it. Morgan Freeman again. So Morgan Freeman's actually in my top two films. I didn't even realise that. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, I think he's, he's one of my most favourite actors ever. He's, he's just great. incredible. Yeah, he he's great. very good. And it's just it's just a fantastic film, and and it's got the um the uh, you know the immortal line was it get uh, get busy living or get busy dying, which I think sums up a lot of things uh, in in yeah. the world. And yeah, just fantastic film. Sure, yeah. I'm going to be really. I have to be controversial here and say I really didn't like that film. Really? What? Oh, that is yeah, yeah I, that, not, that is controversial. I'm not a fan. I, I've watched it a couple of times. It is it's okay, but I don't understand. I don't understand why it's held up as it's amazing. Really, one of the best films of all oh, time. It's just it's, that, all right. it's just brilliant. It's just like oh, the, the whole storyline's fantastic. Like you know where he's obviously wrongly convicted, and then you. And the weird thing is, Jay, you've chosen that, all right? And uh, I watched it last week, or at least I attempted to watch it last week, <laughs> and we got half the way through, 
and uh, my girlfriend's son stopped the DVD and she hasn't got a remote control for her DVD player so we couldn't scan back and get to where we'd been. So we watched we watched half of it and then and it was really funny because he, he literally sort of went up to the DVD player and it all stopped and he went, I, I didn't press anything, it wasn't me. <laughs> As he pulled a <laughs> was can, that of, went, can of cocoa. Oh my God. Can I, can I just go, go do a real segue here? Yep. This reminds me of once we were watching Donnie Darko and the DVD oh broke, yeah. and we t- and the DVD broke and there's nothing we could do about it. And we turned the telly on and Donnie Darko was on the telly at exactly the point where the DVD had broken. Really? <laughs> that, been, oh, that film is. I still don't understand no. that film. <laughs> we were like, oh, but yeah, it was really strange. Uh, have to have to, mm. have to say, Ian, um, if you're looking for a late Christmas present, there is a website where you can get a remote control for any device <laughs> that's been sold. So you can literally buy a new. If you just put the details in, it'll buy you a new one. Or, or to be honest, a new remote will probably cost you twenty mm. quid. You can buy a DVD player for like seven quid in Asda. Uh, so you could probably just go and buy a new one for the costs and batteries. It's just so, gutted. It's um, probably hidden down the back of the sofa somewhere, or I don't know, like somewhere long lost. But uh, yeah, when you when you watch like half of the short. Shank Redemption and uh, and it's really weird because I'm sure that um, it started skipping at some point and I don't, you did the usual thing where you, you bash the DVD player you think that'd be fine but I think actually I skipped a part of the story because there's the infamous part of the story where the young lad came, comes into the prison uh, gets sentenced and then obviously he admits that um, you know Tim Robbins has been wrongly convicted spoiler basically because he's a witness spoiler alert yeah. oh, I mean everybody's seen this film haven't <laughs> I know, they surely I know. <laughs> Uh, but uh, that that was uh, cut out of the, the movie and I suddenly thought, well, maybe my tapping of the DVD player is probably not the best thing. So I've missed a whole chunk here. I was really confused. <laughs> just missed that 32 minutes. In the middle. Yeah, exactly. Was- I was like, oh my goodness. He'd escaped and I was like, hang on a minute, that doesn't happen yet. Okay, Jason's gone with the Shawshank Redemption is number one. Um, okay, Ian, what movies have you found on Google you probably haven't seen you're going to pretend they're your favourites of all time? <laughs> Well, that's jolly nice of you and uh, very, very accurate, but there you go. Uh, no, I've, I've got a theme that runs through uh, my three choices and see if you can guess what the theme is. I hope it's not adult entertainment. <laughs> no, 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 no. does Dallas 1, 2 and 3. You know me too well. Um, so, yeah, no, uh, my number three is The Rock, starring Sean Connery. Uh, which, um, yeah, uh, so Nicolas Cage in it as well. Uh, the dishonest brigadier, brigadier General Frank Hummel threatens the government to launch rockets at the city of San Fran. And uh, obviously uh, Sean Connery has to, uh, with his great knowledge of Alcatraz, uh, defeats the uh, the general uh, with the help of Nicolas Cage. I just think it's a very good film. So that was my number three. Number two, I have gone with, and this is very, very close to Jay's number one, it's the Green Mile uh, from 1999. So uh, Richard just completely grimaced at that, but uh, it's it's another one which he's not going to like. But it is uh, a, just an awesome, awesome film. Obviously, you've got it's very it's very long though, isn't it? It is very long, uh, but it goes I, on for days. Yeah, it's just sort of like, yeah. Oh, but, can't get on with it. You know, I, I watched it again last week, and it just it never fails to make you just blub. Uh, you just you know, there are just so many different elements to it. Uh, including a performing mouse as well, Mr. Jingles can't beat that, and uh, yeah, and the, you know loads of electric chair action, which is uh, very exciting. <laughs> the, the, the bit that I really struggle with that film is I always sort of 
cringe and sit uncomfy when he has that thing where he's got that um, urinary infection. infection so he can't mm. go to the toilet yeah. but I'm just thinking that whenever I watch that bit it goes oh god that I just feel pain just thinking so, about that well I, the thing I love is when he goes all mine is violent. he's got electric yeah. chairs all over the place I mean, and you're worried about an ear infection yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. <laughs> well, you know, I, I like the fact that you know he goes back and pleases his wife several times. You know, after the uh, after it's all re- remarkably, uh, you know, I just think that's just a weird thing to. <laughs> okay, well, m- moving on <laughs> yeah, to your number on. one choice very quickly. <laughs> so my number one choice is the Shawshank Redemption. Hey, <laughs> hey see, I'm match you, Jay. I'm there already. You're it's like the Eurovision Song Contest. Twelve points yeah, exactly. go. Two. But uh, there you go. I just think you know. I agree with you, Jay. It is a fantastic film. We ignore Richard because uh, let's face it, his opinion doesn't count. Exactly. Exactly. No, but I'm the one who can cut you out of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. so we'll see how that goes, shall we? Brilliant. Lovely. Um, I, I, look, I'm going to come to my minute, but I can guarantee you the Shawshank Redemption does not feature anywhere on my list of films. Or the so Green Mile. That won't come as a massive surprise. No, 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 none of those, actually. <laughs> um, Bill so and Ted's actually, Excellent Adventure, in it, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fun, funnily oh, no. enough. Funnily enough, no, but I think we might come to that in a short while. <laughs> okay, Tooks, what have you got for us in your top three films? Yeah, so I have to say that mine's kind of not quite a genuineness because I knew what Mr. Farrell would pick. Um, so uh, I had to change mine so that I didn't uh, align with his. But um, I think it was a pretty tough ask because there were loads of good films out there that kind of, uh, yeah, kind of um, good fellows was there. And uh, Joe Pesci scared me for life with that film. That was, uh, he was just frightening. Yeah, Fight Club, you had a uh, Goodwill Hunting, Boogie Nights, we're like there. But on the flip side, you had uh, Showgirls was out there. Uh, Judge Dredd. Uh, stop on my mum will shoot uh, it was it was the era of kind of like you're doing the raspberries <laughs> you kind of, yeah you've, you've got like a yeah you've got Shawshank Redemption stop or my mum will shoot kind of two polar opposite films and uh, yeah so, so it was a tough one not to pick those I bet that's um, on Richard's list <laughs> no, none of those are on my list. Don't forget, if we're going to do a dis- if we're going to do dishonorable mentions, we've got to shove sh- um, Starship Troopers in there. Somewhere. Oh. There's another god awful oh, film. It's a great film 90s. if you watch it back god again. Almighty. though, seriously, <laughs> no, it's not. It's, a, it's not a great film. Anyway, so yeah, so, so yes, uh, so yeah, uh, mine. Yeah, I have to confess that I did have the Matrix in there um, as one of my films, but uh, I removed that. Um, so for me, uh, my number three is Heat, uh, where you finally got Pacino and De Niro on the same screen. Um, so I thought a lot of the film was a bit, it was a bit kind of plodding. And at times Al Pacino is a bit cringeworthy with some of his performances. He's kind of like a, an uncle who's been drinking too much. It's a bit painful. But uh, yeah, the scene of them both in the cafe uh, is probably one of the best film, uh, scenes that there's been with uh, those two, where they kind of almost realise they're um, the closest person that they can relate to, but obviously they're kind of uh, enemies. So I thought that was a pretty good film. Um then I went completely differently uh, with kind of two kind of like uh, opponents who kind of recognised the good in each other and went for Toy Story as my number two. Yeah. Because uh, oh. that was another game changer. It was just... To infinity, I found! When, when you look now that <laughs> like Frozen is one of the biggest money-making films of Go all time. Frog. <laughs> Sorry, Turks, carry on. I'm, I'm known for my impressions, obviously, you know that. <laughs> I don't know who you do there. Uh, <laughs> it seems to be like... Go with the frog. Every... <laughs> I see. That famous Toy Story character... <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ian, stop talking now. To trying to tell us what his favourite films are. So I'm just throwing 
Because, yeah. Um, yeah, so Toy Story. Uh, I thought it was a, a really cool film. Um, it was just for when it came out, it just changed everything. But the first films with adult and child humor, um, computer animated, yeah, game changer. Now, kind was of that, everything's. Was yeah. that Pixar's first? Was that Pixar's first film? It was, yeah. Wow. And uh, it, it, was it? It was. 95. Yeah, they, weren't, yeah, Pixar. Wasn't that something to do with Lucasfilm? And he had to sell it off because. Uh, Howard the Duck was such a lame thing. Oh, he was yeah. in debt. Howard the Duck. Yeah. 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 But I can't believe not Toy Story is only 1995. It feels yeah. like, I know it's 25 years ago, but it feels like so much longer ago than that. It you does. Know, when you see how, how they moved on to something, it wasn't Steve Jobs. Yeah, I was just to about to say that. Well. I was just Googling it to just check before I said something else, which was random and incorrect. <laughs> but yeah, Steve Jobs was involved in Pixar in the early days as well. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, and working yeah. on Toy Story. So, so yeah, that was my, um, uh, yeah, second film. And then number one, trying to find something that wasn't Shawshank Redemption. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I got Saving Private Ryan just because oh, yeah. uh, Tom Hanks, again, Tom Hanks just, yeah, is pretty good in pretty much everything he's done from Toy Story to Saving Private Ryan. He's brilliant. And then the first scenes in that were just, yeah, I was just in shock with that. Kind of, It, it took me, you kind of miss maybe the next scene. I think he's just in shock from what happened earlier on. And the guys are all really good, and he managed to get a good performance out of Vin Diesel, which is saying something. So, uh, is he in it? I didn't even know Vin Diesel was in it. Wow. Yeah, okay. that's it. So he even got a good performance out of him. The, the cast they put together were absolutely brilliant. And, um, yeah, there were scenes in it where they show kind of that not everyone was a complete hero in the films, and there's a bit of cowardice sort of thing. But uh, it was just – it was absolutely – it was a great film. Um, so, yeah, that was it, trying to avoid the ones that uh, I thought that Jay would pick. You could have gone for them. It's fine. Yeah. What are you trying to say? Yeah. That's a good shout, though, because, I mean, it is pretty... That's a pretty horrific opening scene. It's it good, is, yeah. but it's pretty bloody and realistic, isn't it? Where, you know, you sort of a guy then just gets his face shot off or whatever it is. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty, pretty Yuck. horrific. But that is a good film, actually. That is a good long film, which I'm happy to watch, unlike some of the others that are long and just... You get, I might, I might actually have to see that, too, because I might have to watch it. I don't believe I've seen that. You can, oh, you've not <laughs> seen it? That's oh, a good film. I don't believe... Okay. <laughs> Um, and Helen, don't worry about what you were saying earlier about getting things wrong. The history of this podcast—we just make stuff up as we go along. We'll just do an—we'll just do an apology next week and pretend it was all part of. The I joke. haven't lived down Curly um, Watts, so I'm, you know. No, no, yeah, we actually had emails about that. That was disappointing. So, Saving Private Ryan is Tux's number one film of the nineties. Um, as usual, I will—I will go last with my amazing set of films that everyone's going to look at and go, "What are you possibly talking about?" Oh, Helen, we can't wait. There's a good possibility, though, that Helen's got a load of films you've already talked about, maybe, but we'll see. Um, what have we got in your top three? Well, I did, I did have The Shawshank Redemption in there, uh, which girl. is part of, uh, as I said when I did, we did the 80s film, part of the same collection of short stories as The Body, which is Stand By Me. So you know, I think that's yeah, a big nod to Stephen King there, the fact that even just two, two short novellas can come up with such fantastic films. However, I did have standby films. Um, so... I've got in no in no particular order. Um, I've got Reservoir Dogs down there just because I Good I choice. don't know that I'd like it so much now. I haven't seen it for a few years. I'm, these days I've I've kind of got a bit. Um, I don't enjoy swearing in films so much. <laughs> I sound so prudish, but uh, I, so I'm not sure I would enjoy it. But at the time <laughs> and when I watched it, the multiple times at the time, I absolutely loved that film. It blew me away. I just do you hold the same standards for songs as well? Do you not like swearing in songs? <laughs> Because uh, I don't like that. No, not really. Depends what the swearing is. Yeah, I saw your thing. About well, it's, the, it's just the, not needed. No, although your thing about the Pogues the other day, 
which I agreed with. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, that's not really swearing, <laughs> is it? Because that's a great song. But anyway, yes. No, I, I, it's just... Exactly. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I need to watch it again to see if I would enjoy it as much. But I think my memory of it is that it was an absolutely fantastic film of the time. Great acting, great screenplay, um, great soundtrack. Really enjoyed it. Um, then I've also got on there, I felt the need to include a British film after our discussion last time. Jay, I, oh, right, okay. I believe we went to see this in Canterbury together, Jay. I yeah, think it was weddings. this one. Is it four, four weddings? weddings yeah. yeah, we four did. Four weddings yeah. and a funeral. Oh, that nearly made my list. Yeah, yeah, that's quite a lot of swearing, though. So. Yeah. But yeah, that, does, that yeah. one doesn't. I've seen that recently, and that, that passes the test. I still enjoyed no, that. That's a great film. Uh, then I... Uh, film for Hugh Grant? Was that like his first, where he sort of basically started playing himself? Was that like the first there, one or are there other films before that? I can't remember. There yeah. were He had films before yeah. it, but he was, no real notable ones, obviously. It's where he really kind of made his mark, didn't he? That's where everyone yeah. sort of picked their ears up and went, and, and I as well was like, yep, Hugh Grant, here he comes. And, and from then on, it was fantastic for him. Because it's sad, isn't it? Because the, the woman... Um, Andy McDowell. Was it the sister or whatever, who was also in Vicar of Dibley? She oh, died, yeah, didn't she? she? Did, really yeah, young. yeah. She was a sidekick, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, no, that's Dawn French. You're thinking of Notting Hill. She, that's the one. Oh, but yes, yes. She did. Oh, yes, but, okay. But there is one. There's a Charlotte Coleman, she, I think, yeah, who's died, his sidekick she? in uh, Four Weddings. And, yeah, she also died young. Yeah. But, oh, God. But, yeah. Um, anyway, quick, <laughs> keep it up, beat everyone. Keep it up, beat. <laughs> it's a great film. We're doing well. It's brilliant. It is a good film. It's yeah, very it is fun. brilliant. Going again off topic, but talking about Hugh Grant, who for years did just do that, didn't he? He just played himself. I watched uh, The Gentleman. Is it called The Gentleman? Oh, the yeah, other day, yeah, I saw that. Where yeah. He is just brilliant. It's just yeah, not him is. at all. It's such a different performance. And also Paddington 2, where he really shows oh, yeah. how, oh, yeah. he's, how he's a genius he, in yeah, Paddington. Yeah. He really sort of has waited to this point in his career to suddenly show the depth of exactly what yeah, he can do. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've got lost my track completely. Where am I? Oh, yeah. So there, I, there's two. I didn't know which one to go on this one. One, um, I really like, I don't know if you, any of you are familiar with it, but I love the film 10 Things I Hate About You. It's oh, not yeah, yeah. one which you'd normally think would appear on my list, but again, I just think it's... Is that Heath Ledger? Heath Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger singing. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, I, can't, I can't remember the name of the song. It's that I, I Love You Baby, the one which is sampled in Pet Shop Boys' Streets. Have... <laughs> oh, What's it called? I looked it up. The Dean once, Martin one. Once again, oh, no. the, the research. I did actually look this up. Sorry, my brain is so frazzled this week from such You're a You're just week. too good to be true. Can't too take my eyes off of you. Yes, he, it, yeah. he sings that he, on, you know, in American where they have the American football fields with the big uh, oh, the stands yeah, yeah. next to them. He kind of does this great song and dance routine coming down the stands. Oh, hang on. Ten things I hate about you. Isn't that got Julia, Julia Stiles, Stiles in yeah, it? Yeah, great. I love yeah. Julia Stiles. It's a really good film. It's, yeah, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a, based on Taming of the Shrew to try and give it a bit more credibility. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it is a fantastic film. I mean, it is of that kind of high school movie genre, but a very clever, very good uh, cast. Uh, yeah, it's excellent. Really, really recommend cool. it. I mean, that, that's why I liked it, because obviously it was based on a <laughs> classic, which I literally <laughs> didn't know until you mentioned that about 30 seconds ago. So um, I had no idea. But, um, um, okay, so that was an interesting... I wasn't expecting something What was the other one, though? Hang on. Oh, you oh, said yeah. there was a... Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I think Bill and Ted's bogus journey... Does oh, deserve a, a mention. That is a good film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did wonder why you smiled earlier. <laughs> excellent adventure doesn't. I think that's late eighties because Bogus yeah. Journey, when I just looked it up about three minutes ago, is nineteen ninety one. So excellent adventure must be right. late eighties. But I watched Excellent Adventure with my children on Saturday, and they absolutely 
loved it and I oh, again really? I wasn't oh. sure whether it would <laughs> you know they're quite a, a six and um, eight I didn't it know if they would but they thought it was amazing so we're now we're going to watch Bogus Journey as soon as we get the opportunity Bogus Journey this yeah. weekend yeah. Bogus yeah. Journey has, has, well. it hasn't aged well though has it doesn't need to it's no. just classic no I know but it, it, it's just but I actually preferred Bogus Journey to Excellent Adventure actually I thought it was better yeah I thought it was better Bill. Yeah. it's slicker yeah but yeah. Excellent Adventure is just the, co- the whole concept is just utterly ridiculous where you've got yeah. Socrates or Socrates so meandering so around, <laughs> meandering around a mall with Billy the Kid, and it's just, they're just, yeah, the whole mansion yeah, of yeah, answered either of them. So <laughs> do they're worth it? Right, okay. Let's right. get my random now, choice. Before you so, do this, Richard, right? I think all those choices <laughs> are quite commendable and all quite respectable. Now you're going to come up with some absolute shoddy, aren't you? Come on. Okay, it's going to be nonsense. <laughs> we, we, we've so, been looking forward to this, so this I've, is going to be I've, groundbreaking. I feel. I, I had Toy Story, but I'm going to take that out because you've already mentioned it. But Toy Story was a classic. Um, I think one of the, the best bits about Toy Story for me is the fact that they took all the toys that not haven't been fashionable for years and turned them into bestsellers. So they took things like you know etch a sketch, yeah. little plastic soldiers, Mr. Potato Head, Slinkies, all things that have been out of fashion for years and suddenly became the must-have thing. So whoever thought of that and whoever thought about putting Ken and Barbie in later versions. I mean, that's just absolutely genius marketing, um, whoever thought of that. Um, okay, so um, in no you just partic- remind me of You just remind me of Etch-A-Sketch. Oh, my God. I, I, I spent hours on that thing. Do you know, uh, a, a random story, in, in, in a previous job, um, this is when laptops were being given out, um, you know, the first, you know, just getting laptops and stuff. I was given a brand-new state-of-the-art Sony laptop at the time. It could, probably cost about two grand. And I tipped an entire one of those Starbucks teas, oh, the big oh, ones, no. into the keyboard, and literally, oh, well and the thing just stopped working. And I had Brilliant. to go to my boss after about two weeks and say, Look, I'm really sorry about this. And um, I'll, I'll abbreviate slightly, but he basically said, okay, you can have another laptop, but if you break that one, you can have an effing extra sketch <laughs> next time. Just <laughs> <laughs> so, sitting on the train with an extra sketch, that would have been amazing. But it has answered, if you've ever had the question about how much tea can you tip into the keyboard section of a, of a Sony Vio laptop, the answer is one of those large ones from Starbucks. It literally just about fills that it perfectly. Brilliant. Well done. Anyway. Um, yeah, so Toy Story, um, I won't put it. Right, okay. Um, in no particular order, uh, my first one is from 1993, and it's Jurassic Park. Ah, yes. Oh, oh yes. yes. Oh, Good dear. Film. What do you mean, oh, dear? <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> it's a great film. It's, it's I mean, no, they're still making they're still making blooming dinosaur films, aren't they? They're still yeah, like they're you still know the, the, the same the, film. They're the just darn remaking. Things, yeah, the darn things are still in existence. Still like wreaking havoc on this island somewhere. <laughs> Jeff uh, Goldblum is still fighting yeah, the dinosaurs. The, the most recent ones they just remade the first three ones, giving them different titles. That's all they've oh, done. They've only, just, only got three films. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, but it's a great film. It's got uh, Sam Neill, Jeff Goldblum, of course, Richard yeah. Attenborough was in there oh, as well yeah. as the mad scientist, the mad Scottish scientist. Um, always amazing how the Brits end up as the mad <laughs> scientist, yeah. all, the, all the villains villains in all of these films. Um, Samuel Jackson's in yeah, that as well, isn't it's one of those... Samuel Jackson in hey? that as well? Isn't that one of his first roles as one of the lab technicians? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah I think he is. It? Yeah. yeah, it might be, actually. Yeah. Could be. Um but yeah, but in terms of at the time, those graphics and the whole sort of like um, the way they brought them to life was amazing. Yeah. I remember we saw that at the, we ended row up, one because we left it late to book. We, we were literally in row one, <laughs> and sort of 
necks right back up there looking at the ceiling and it was just all like yeah after the end of it couldn't couldn't look down for about three days because the necks just crit. um so that was a great film um and then of course after that you had all the follow-ups then you had the, like the walking with dinosaurs series and everything so all sort of dinosaurs really became fashionable for a while didn't they um 1997 for my second film um and stars bruce willis gary oldman and Mila Djokovic. Oh, the fifth element. element. I've got that on my list. That was nearly yeah. in my top three. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, oh, I had that as an honourable oh, mention. Yeah, it's I it's just one of those films where actually if you switch off a few minutes, you really haven't I mean to be honest, you don't really have any idea what's going on anyway. It's, it's, the story isn't you know, isn't the strongest story in the world, shall we say. But actually <laughs> Gary Oldman just playing a complete nutter, which yeah. is what he did best, quite yeah. frankly. Bruce Willis playing Bruce Willis as a downbeat cop, stroke taxi driver, stroke whatever happens to be this week. Um and I'm trying to think, was it Ian Holm? Yes, uh, Ian Holm's yes. in it. Played the um, yeah. played played the monk, yeah. wasn't it? I can't remember, is it Cornelius or oh, something no, like no, that? Yeah. Um, and who, who, and it was just an, who plays the 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 kind of like the really buzzy person. Tucker Chris, Chris is Tucker. it Chris Tucker Chris Tucker uh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. I thought he was great um, I think just <clears throat> I think it's one of those films it's sort of like if you like sci-fi and I quite like it um there's quite a lot of funny stuff going on and sort of like the usual moral bit at the end where she's judging whether she should save the world or not spoiler alert she does <laughs> um and stuff um so yeah that's a good film um. You're surprising me and I'm so far. Can one. I just say you're actually surprising me because I had both of them on my honourable mention. So well done. And my <laughs> first film was one that actually got an honourable mention earlier on. So it's 1999. I won't give you the main stars, but I'll give you two of the other stars. See if you can work it out. One of them is Meatloaf. Ah, Fight Club. It's Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. And I'd forgotten that Meatloaf was in it. To be honest. Um, uh, yeah, so Edward Norton, Brad Pitt, and Helena Bonham Carter, I completely forgotten, was in it as well. Um, and Meatloaf, yep. of course. Um, that's an odd film. It's good, but it's very, yeah. it's a bit odd, isn't it? Uh, not really sure I still fully understand it anyway. Um, uh, of course, we can't talk about it because that's the first rule, so probably I'm going to move on <laughs> quite, quite quickly. Um, so yeah, they were my top three. David Fincher again. That's a David Fincher film it, as well. He's a, he's a brilliant he's a director. Disney. He's brilliant. So it's not as shocking no, as you expected. I'm quite shocked. Um, Can we? Oh, I don't know. I thought it was quite shocking. I mean, you know, <laughs> you I'm just going to go out on a limb. <laughs> Can we do some honourable mentions? Fifth Element. That's a great Fifth film, Element. Yeah. I'm going to give you an honourable mention for being utter toot. But no, there you go. It's, you've got to rewatch oh, it. I just uh, rewatch it's it. another one. It, 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 you know, my, my objection is well versed and, and demonstrated, Jay. When I tell you that if you make a film that I don't understand and I have no idea what's going on, it's utter toot. You got to right. revisit it. Just remind us what your films were again. <laughs> <laughs> Not utter to revisit it. But okay. isn't, wasn't the nineties the time when Bruce Willis was trying to act? So we had the Fifth Element. He was there. Yeah. I would have Sixth Sense. Oh, he was, that was, that that was as well. I've um, got that yeah. on my list. Yeah. yeah. Six Sense. Six Sense. See now, I got excited a, a bit, Rich, when you said Bruce Willis to start with. I was like, oh, right, that's it. But it pricked up and stuff. But then it went downhill very rapidly into Fifth uh, Element. Into is that. a good oh, film. I'm sorry, well, I, but you know, yeah. Yeah, but I'm, yeah. Uh, so look, I'll do my, my two honourable mentions. I was going to put on my or three actually. One was Groundhog Day. Yeah, oh, yeah Groundhog, Groundhog Day was yeah. nearly on my list. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Just because yes. it seems very relevant and it's actually a very funny yeah. film. Uh, ding. Scream. Give me that one. Scream. Yeah, I yes. had that. Yes, yeah. ding. Good yeah, film. Was, yeah, that was nearly on mine. That was a good one. 
and Men in Black because it's just nonsense. Oh, it's, a, it's a feel-good yeah. film it doesn't, and the song was massive. So they're the ones that I thought of that I could have put on the list but didn't, but they're my honourable Mr. Mentions. Cave, you are back. You are <laughs> back, I'll give you. There you go. So they're, they're three decent choices, all right? Why did you, you not flip reverse them? What's you know going what? on there? You don't know how much that means to me. Can, I, can I, I, know, skip through, I know. Anyway, can moving on. Can I skip on. through the rest of my list then that you haven't mentioned? So, you yeah, know, Fifth Element, so you talk about Gary Oldman playing yeah. a nutter and it's a Luke Besson film. He also directed another film, which it's not probably not as well known, but it, it was back in 94, I think it was, called Leon, mm. which is about yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, oh, it's an that. amazing film. And it's like, I think it's the That's first, brilliant. Natalie Portman's first film as well. And you just yeah, knew she, she was going to be a really star girl, just from she, that yeah. film. And he, Gary Oldman plays an absolute psychopath like policeman in, in that film as well he's absolutely brilliant in that so yeah that's that's a really good film yeah um, good old leon i mean you know he really follows uh it's, it's a career that i've often thought would be quite good you know like a contract killer <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know just... you'd, you'd suit that quite well to be fair, yeah, be fair Lee, i think you failed because you wouldn't normally come on a podcast on the internet and expose <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> Um, yeah, two, exactly. See, one yeah, other I mean, film. You no, know, I could, I could advertise one other film that I was really torn with putting in the top three. And again, it's brilliant. Uh, Train Spotting. I absolutely love. Train oh yeah, I've got that. Yeah. yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. Train Spotting Two was really film. bad though. Train Spotting Two was no, awful. It wasn't. It was I good. Don't no, I didn't see Train Spotting. I'm going to have to go and watch Train Spotting. I've never seen it. Have you not? Yeah, um, you do need, I've, heard, you I've do seen need clips to see of it and I know the music, but I don't think I've ever seen it. the film. It's, I mean, it's again, it's a very difficult film to watch, but it's it's brilliant. It's yeah. a brilliant and also Point Break yeah. as well. I absolutely love Point Break. Oh, oh yeah, I've got that. Yeah, Point Break is brilliant. Yeah. Oh, and the usual suspects. How yeah. can I not mention the usual suspects? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that is a. But Ian, you don't like that. Because you didn't understand it, that's what you're going to tell me. Isn't it? <laughs> no, that's it. That's, that, that's it. You're, you're on the money there. I've just thought of another one from the '90s, but I can't think what it's called. It's the one on the bus where the bus can't speed. slow down. Oh, speed! Oh, speed! Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not speed two cruise control or whatever it was. Called. Yeah, yeah. Cool. cruise control, which was. Uh, just, but yeah. Richard, before you yeah. mentioned that, right? Yeah. We had the option in our old cinema club days. We we went to this cinema down in Canterbury and. There was a group of uh, of the ladies and a group of the gents, and the gents wanted to go and see Speed, and you wanted to go and see Threesome with the ladies. So what was that all about? When did you actually see Speed? Have you seen it? I've seen Speed, yeah. I don't know. Seen it. Yeah. Actually, I have to think about hell on this. We skipped college one day to go to the cinema, and we saw some god-awful film with Mel Gibson as a World War II pilot. What was oh, that about? Yes, what, that? where is a ghost? That's forever one, young yes. or something yeah is yeah, that, yeah yeah is that forever young oh that was a he's bad a ghost, film isn't he? that isn't, was one isn't... i don't know i can't remember i just I, it was just went on for <laughs> days and then it was, uh, <laughs> we skipped an awful some sort of dull english literature type lesson thinking actually i'd rather be back in english literature reading some thomas harley poem say, watching yeah, his yeah. nonsense so speaking of mel gibson i have something i need i need the team's opinion on something so i had a discussion with with some colleagues today you know we've got now Die Hard has gravitated into the Christmas films. Yeah. Yep. Can no, no, I? It, it literally is a Christmas <laughs> film. So is Die Hard too. They both start <laughs> off with Christmas parties and going through an airport at Christmas. There's no argument about it. They are literally Christmas films. But based on that logic, can I include yeah. Lethal Weapon? Lethal Weapon, yeah. The it first starts one. with Jingle Bell Rock. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mel introduced to us having a gunfight in a Christmas tree. Kind of so we know it's coming on your I top three Christmas films. I talk you yeah. can do that. <laughs> no, no, I just... <laughs> yeah, I think you can put Lethal Weapon in anywhere you like. It's uh, just a classic series of films. Love them. That's one for the Christmas special, so let's come back to that. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, but... Pulp Fiction. Pulp, yeah, Pulp, Pulp Fiction is not yeah. as good as Reservoir Dogs, though. 
Do you not think? Controversial. Oh. I know. Oh yeah, I don't. I, I don't think, know about I'm, that. I, I, I love. It's a good I love film. Pulp it's not as good. I thought. I, you know. I mean, you know, it was a, obviously a Quentin Tarantino oh. film, and that the again that really doesn't kind of hit really well with me because he's made some real bizarre rubbish. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I like Pulp Fiction. It was good. Royale with cheese. Wow, it was like John Travolta was here. <laughs> yeah, before we stop talking about films, any final honourable mentions for films from the 90s we haven't talked about? I think we've covered you, most of you them. You didn't mention yeah. the one that made us laugh the most. We went to see this together, Richard, um, with the, I'll just say, I can only say the first part of the song, the Uncle song in the South Park movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably best we move I'll on never from that quite so quickly. Actually, when was Team America? Oh, that's a good shout. Was that 2000s though? I can't uh, Yeah, I think it might. We'll have to look that up now. Um, I'm just quickly team America. Because how have we missed that? <laughs> Once a, yeah, well, I think that might have been later though, mightn't it? Because uh, 2004, oh, 2004. Okay. So we're okay, we didn't mess that. Yeah, that's all right. So that'll be for your uh, noughties film week. Yes. Yes, absolutely, which we weren't going to do, but we're going to now <laughs> no, do it on the basis America, of yeah. <laughs> Team America. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not that we can really talk about any of that, so... You're going to have to work really hard on that, though, Richard Tillia. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen a film since like 1997 so, <laughs> in the cinema. This is a kids' film, so I won't know any of them. I can do cartoons and stuff like that. Um, look, before we wrap up, film something disturbing I noticed this week, and it's not a. It's a. It's um. It's early noughties film. Do you remember the film Reign of Fire? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Came out in 2002. It's all about. They discover yes, dragons yes, yes. and the dragons take over the world. Can I just point out the film is set in 2022, <laughs> so a couple of years' time, but in the story, at the end of the year 2020, basically man was extinct and the dragons ruled the world. Now, Brilliant. obviously, yep. that is science fiction, <laughs> but given everything else that's going on at the moment, <laughs> there's a pretty good chance in the next six weeks that it could actually happen. Yes. So, oh, just I do to, hope so. Just to sort of flag up that, you know, I wouldn't rule anything. You're out. looking up in the sky, just see your dragon flying past. Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> there, here we go. Possibly the least, Certain doom. Be the least unexpected thing <laughs> to see so far this year. I quite like a dragon. Um, I think that would be. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're breathing fire. It's it all. Liven things up. It's very it? interesting, isn't it? I mean, global warming, no, no. Well, I've got to think about I think global warming. It wouldn't I be. Just what we need now is to liven things up a bit more with a dragon. I think what could possibly go wrong <laughs> yeah. with that sort of. That sort yeah, of it would round this year off like a cherry on top of the cake. Brilliant. <laughs> right. Lovely. So, um, having then talked about films and the impending end of the world due to dragons, I think we need to cheer ourselves up. And this is, I think, where Jason will come in with us. It's the time you all been waiting for. Promise you won't feel the same as before. Yes, he's ready to tell a bad joke. It's a Jason's joke of the week. So I've been battling my addiction to the hokey cokey for a number of years now. It's been a long, hard journey, but I've managed to turn myself around, and that's what it's all about. I've got an even more childish one. Are you ready? Okay, let's back up Joke of the Week. (laughs) What does it take to make an octopus laugh? Ten tickles. (laughs) 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 Did a child tell you that or did you get that off the internet? (laughs) I I can't can't reveal my sources. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, um, so yeah, Jason's joke of the week. Um, we'll have another one for you next week on the podcast. If you're after serious, informed debate about the big issues of the day, then this probably isn't the podcast for you. But if you're into bad jokes and remembering how much better things were in the 80s and 90s, then stay right there. It's the podcast that literally nobody is talking about. Direct from their front rooms, dining rooms, and spare rooms. This is 3Go Podcasting with Richard, Ian, Helen, Jay, and Tux. Right, so last week I mentioned I would be watching The Crown and binge-watching it this week and uh, telling you what I thought about it. I haven't managed to do that. I've only watched the first five episodes, but I think Helen's been watching it as well. Yeah. Um, it's good. Um, I don't think it's as good as the last couple of series. Um, it was a bit focused around Princess Diana for my liking, and it's all very... It's getting a bit modern now, so it's getting a bit into the sort of... It's getting a bit sort of stuff that we all remember, whereas previously it was all that stuff is set in the 40s and 50s and stuff. But that's what I quite like about it, though. I, I like the fact that I kind of have a, re- a memory of it as well, so it's now sort of a bit more familiar, and it's like, oh, okay, and it's adding a bit more to what... what not that it's true, obviously. It's mostly fiction, but, but adding more to kind of what I knew about the stories. But I love the way they... they they cover entire events in four minutes. Like, oh, the Falklands War's been and gone. We won, we won that. Well done, everybody. Um, oh, okay. And, uh, 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 yeah, Andrew and Fergie don't get much So very well done. Mention. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but I love the fact that he's sort of like, did you see, I thought it's hilarious, when they had the kid playing or the boy bloke playing Prince Edward. Yes. So that was that was sort of like just some self entitled stuck up posh boy yeah. who basically just you know, which is probably exactly how it was basically admitting that whatever he wants to do won't be a problem because he's Prince Edward so why yeah. wouldn't it be a problem and then sort of Prince Andrew as the laddish lad sort of flying his helicopter and landing on the Queen's yeah. garden and stuff um, but the um, the sort of we were just saying actually the, the best bit of it I think is actually Gillian Anderson as Margaret Thatcher. She's, um, um, she's amazing. She, she looks incredibly, and sounds incredibly like her as well, doesn't she? It's really actually quite good. The, well, the voice, I thought at some points when she was doing the voice, I thought I couldn't tell whether it was actually, I thought they'd used real recordings. And it was like, no, no, that is her. She, uh, she's absolutely amazing. Her facial expressions, See, what it's I don't, great. Um, what, what I don't understand is, you know, coming from kind of Mulder and Scully days and stuff, and now, and you know, if you see her in The X-Files and now the stuff that she's turning out now, you just think, Oh my God, like what a transformation. Like, and she is really, I mean, as I say, you know, I was binge watching her just, uh, you know, uh, a few weeks ago on, was it The Fall I mentioned mm. or something like that? Yeah. I think it was. Mm, yeah. And she was incredible in that. And yeah, so I've got to see The Crown because I've, I've not seen it. It's, it's not on my radar. Um, but apparently, yeah, she is really good. I mean, it's best to get out. You should get watching it. It's only like four years old now, so it's probably you haven't got to jump on that. Oh, yeah. So it's fine. Um, Exactly. But it is one of those, particularly the last last two series, where I have literally binge watched it over two days. I just want to see what's happening. Um, But it it is good. I think I sort of wonder where they're going to go after this series, though, because then it gets really modern and sort of like a really little bit awkward. Well, they're going to the future. Um, Like you can imagine, like one of those kind of cheap, cheap American soaps where they've made them haven't they in the past where it's like kind of about yeah. Meghan and Harry oh, the and William, stuff the William yeah. and Kate story and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. you think Isn't I don't Elizabeth want to get Hurley? into that is, is Liz Hurley one of those horrible American yes, soaps about the is, royal band yeah oh is she oh god do it in the future um, where George is worth the king do that put uh, yeah. George is on the throne it'll be amazing you've got flying cars With going world, past and everything 
with the dinosaurs yeah. and, and you know the, the dragons, <laughs> dragons flying yeah. around. Yeah. Yes, just to make it. Buckingham Palace um, is on Mars. It'll be great. <laughs> and the other thing, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but um, I can't remember why we ended up watching it. But it was um, we were just going through BBC iPlayer. Did you ever see the show that goes wrong? Oh, no. On TV. Oh, Have you ever heard of the play that goes yeah, on yeah, yeah. in the West End? Yeah. Where it's basically the idea is they are a village amateur dramatic society and they put on these plays and literally everything goes wrong. <laughs> so the sets fall down, um, you know, everything that you can imagine goes wrong. They did a TV show, they did six of them called The Show That, or sorry, The Goes Wrong Show, it's called. Look it up on the BBC iPlayer. It's absolutely hilarious. So I've had two nine-year-old kids just watching what I thought was sort of a grown-up TV show. And, you know, sort of like he'll open the door to walk through it and go to walk through it because it's a set. So there's just a wall there. So he just smashes his face into the wall. Um, and stuff. It's definitely worth watching. There's six of them. Um, have a look and we can talk about them in a, in a couple of weeks' time. But it's called The Goes Wrong Show. It's definitely worth watching um, on the iPlayer. Buckle up. It's time for more random crap we found on the internet. Right, so random crap we found on the internet. Jason's been doing something involving the Pope. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, well, it's just a, a that ran- sounds wrong. Yeah, very wrong. Um, it's just a random story that popped up. Um, I think it's on the BBC website, actually, and it was just about how um, randomly this week uh, the Vatican had to launch an inquiry after Pope Francis' Instagram account liked a photo of a Brazilian bikini model. Um, and the, the worrying <laughs> thing was she was dressed in a school uniform. Um, and then the, the next oh, day, uh, um, it was unliked. So they're doing this investigation now into whether the Pope was actually looking at these scantily clad uh, Brazilian bikini models. And it's just, um, yeah, it was just a bit random, really. And obviously, I think it's gone a little bit quiet now. But I, I'm just wondering if we're going to... I'm not surprised. Well, yeah, it's just, I, I, I don't know. And I mean, we've seen it before where accounts have been hacked, apparently, and things like that. So, yeah, you do have to wonder, you know, if, if the Pope is the only person that's got access to that particular account but um i don't know it just sort of opened up some thoughts for me really it's like i'm gonna start seeing like the queen liking harry styles or something like that i don't know it's gonna be uh i'm sure i'm sure i imagine he's a big fan of his music well yeah i'm quite i'm quite annoyed by this pope thing because i don't really understand how instagram works if i can't work it (laughs) i have a 76 year old archbishop of rome understanding how to like pictures of scantily clad women is a bit disappointing but exactly yeah i'll go with there i die i'm not an insta fan he can't uh, run his own he can't run his own account can he i don't know well morning prayers you know so and so so and so update twitter and instagram morning afternoon (laughs) prayers all that sort of i can't imagine he's (laughs) sitting in the cathedral hang on a minute i'll be right back and just sending a photo (laughs) just updating insta can you you imagine him doing yeah doing the papal mass with, with his phone up going like that so smile as well for photo but whoever does it for him i think you can safely say probably isn't doing it now um if they accidentally <laughs> click like <laughs> unexpected vacancy in the media and pr <laughs> yeah. team at the vatican is there yeah. maybe and it's probably the same person that's doing donald trump's tweets they usually are probably a bit uh, unoccupied at the moment as well but hey <laughs> so yeah that was my random oh, story dear. i saw something really brilliant in the week i don't know if anybody saw this so i just want to mention this uh the american guy in florida who rescued his little puppy from the jaws of a baby alligator oh, no, i didn't see that uh yeah uh so uh, he had a, a king charles spaniel uh baby alligator comes out of the lake uh sort of where their house is and you know grabs the puppy he instantly rushes into the water and literally goes under the water, gets the baby alligator out, and he's literally prizing the jaws apart. 
and the puppy escapes with like one puncher wound, which is just unbelievable. Oh, wow. And the best thing about it is that he goes in, he does his massive rescue, and he goes in with a cigar in his mouth, comes out with the cigar still in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> just literally just grab the alligator and whip the puppy out. It's the best is it, are thing. Are you sure it's, just like it's a real, real feel alligator, good. though? You know these ones where you get the ones where it was a baby alligator, yeah. they're throwing it around and stuff like that. It's just a <laughs> no, 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 no. It was... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was the video footage was on Good Morning America, oh, wow. uh, which I saw on the internet. And uh, yeah, it was just uh, just absolutely awesome. Have you seen Loved these people who've really got like um, remote control boats, but rather than the boat, it's the head of an alligator? So <laughs> oh, just the, and they, they basically yeah. just, they just move it towards people. So they're in there, all you see are these eyes sticking up and they're coming towards them. And these people crap themselves and run away. And then they go, oh, it's only a joke. And you sort of think, one day they're going to get a gun out and shoot you because <laughs> yeah. that's not actually that funny. Um, <laughs> Uh, the other thing I noticed, we were talking about, uh, back to, uh, no we weren't, we were talking about Toy Story earlier. Have you seen this thing on TikTok that they're doing where they're in a public place and they just someone just shouts out, Andy's coming. No. And then everybody else has to lie on the floor as if they were a toy and they can't be alive anymore. So they just shout, Andy's coming, everyone just goes like. <laughs> no, <laughs> and people are doing it in supermarkets and stuff. It's very funny. Um, I'm quite childish. It's like the floor is lava. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that one, yeah. All over again. <laughs> And I, I've sent it to you. You've seen, have you seen the Mo Salah video that's going around? Yeah, this is, this is um, the basic, the, the setup is it sort of says VAR is a joke. Um, how is this Salah goal, not handball? And it gives you a clip of a rugby match where a bloke who from the back looks a bit like Mo Salah because he's got like big black, bushy black hair and red jumper. It's just running down the length of the pitch with a rugby ball holding it in his arms and shoves it on the ground. And it's sort of like, it's yeah, genius. that's quite amusing. Um, yeah, just get rid of VAR, rubbish. I've, just, I've had enough of it. Just throw it out the window. I know we've wanted it for years, but it's spoiling the game as far as I'm concerned. It's, it's a joke. It's, it's a rugby match. It's not. It's not real. Yeah. Just checking you down. Just checking you down. No, I mean, it's not a real handball. Right? Allow me to get precious. To be fair, that's been quite con- uh, sort of combined with some of the actual decisions Liverpool have got. So, Ian, I'm surprised you're saying you want to get rid of Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. All right. Don't go there. Right, before Ian kicks off on one, I think that's probably a good time to say that we're out of time for the podcast this week. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week when we're talking no- more random nonsense. And don't forget, in the next couple of weeks, we'll also be looking at top three Christmas films and top three Christmas songs. So if you've got anything that you think should be in that list, then why not drop us a line and we'll see if it makes our top three. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. been listening to three go podcasting we're back next week remember to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and check out our website at three make sure you never miss an episode by hitting the subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts for those of you listening on apple Podcasts, do us a favor subscribe rate and review three go podcasting